your third brake light out at the top is out uh, and not working. Uh, so if you'd like us to take a look at that, we surely can. And I hope you have a great day. How fucking awesome is that? That's the coolest thing. That's the best. I was recording that. It seemed like it was important. By the way, episode two, below average with Moon and Tiffany Norton. And by the way, I went in and I can now see how many listeners that we have. And they warned us by saying, you know, this is a brand new podcast on this network. Because when we were on the Tom Bernard network, they were saying, well, you're getting 1,800 downloads plus all the clicks. So we were guessing like maybe 5,000 clicks in total. So anyway, we uh, we have 17 listeners. <laughs> all right. Yes. So next week, we'd like 20. It's yeah. below average with Moon and Tiffany Norton. Share it, like it, all that other stuff. And I'm here with my wife, and the coolest thing just happened. Whenever uh, I was watching my dad take care of his cars, when an idiot light came on or if there was a rattle or whatever it was, he said, son, you got to get that fixed or you're going to end up paying a lot more. And I'm like, okay. So I rush when I get an idiot light. I don't wait till a week from now. I get it fixed ASAP. Well, the other day, um, my wife, formerly known as P-Jug, but uh, on this podcast, she's nameless because she's not even on. And she's standing here. She wanted to say hi. Uh, and did you buy me something, a gift like three or four months ago? Yeah, for Christmas. I would like to come over when it's convenient to bring it to you. And I've never received said invitation, but that's okay. okay. So, I'll just hold on to it. I'll just hold on to it. Your birthday is passed now. I mean, it's still good. It doesn't go bad. It's not food. Okay. But what just happened with the car thing? Cause I came in, we had a little rescheduling. I came in late and all I hear is some recording from a very perky guy from Burnsville. I don't need to hear the whole thing again, but so the idiot light in the car, something came on. What happened? No, the car started being very loud. Okay. I'm thinking tailpipe, whatever. I had a buddy of mine stick his nose under the car. He said, there's some rust. You probably got a hole in your something and uh, no big deal. It's an interesting way to diagnose a car, but go on. Yes. This car was old when I bought it, right? But it's a Toyota 4Runner with 45,000 miles on it. And if you have a Toyota or a Honda, but... You know, Toyotas will run forever. True. Car was perfect. Dude, you're telling me all about the car. All I asked about was the light. I didn't ask you where you bought the car, what the weather was like, any of that stuff. What happened with the light? What happened with the phone call you just received? I mean, honestly, it, we're four minutes in. That's the only question I ask. Oh, Jesus. my God. What, what happened? So the, a light came on. It sounded like an exhaust. Then yes. what? It's a real cliffhanger. What the <laughs> fuck happened to the car? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> That's called a tease. Right? Yes. Oh, or my God. a turn. A turn. Oh. Maybe we want to, if we want to get to 20 listeners, hey, maybe let's hit some of them punchlines and under the first five. What do you say? I'm no expert, but what the hell? Oh. What the fuck happened to the car? <laughs> So here's what happened that was really cool. And you are recording, and that's what people heard at the beginning of this. It's worth going back and now listening to again. I didn't uh, get the whole thing. I came in at the end. <laughs> like, just, just that's why I'm asking, because I really don't know what happened. <laughs> I got a text message 
regarding the car which is at the shop. What the fuck happened to the car? <laughs> but the text message included a link, and the link was the mechanic at the business on his cell phone doing video of what was going on with the car. What the fuck? happened to the car <laughs> Ooh, like, i do like that that's cool. oh it was the coolest thing ever i'm thinking okay i don't know who thought of that but it makes it very you know understandable when you get a car bill at the end of your repair bill and mm -hmm. it's seven eight hundred bucks why it took a little while to tear that pipe off i mean the exhaust was completely uh unhooked in one part of the car so i mean Anyway, long story short. What the fuck happened to the car? <laughs> My warranty's not going to cover it. I bought a warranty for that car. Mm. And check this out. Bumper to bumper, $3,000, which I never do. But this is for the life of the car. So if my wife or I's name is on the title, and it's anything that isn't normal wear and tear, like wiper blades, stuff like that. It mm -hmm. covers everything. That's how much Toyota believes in their cars, right? They're betting me that over 20 years that that car is on the road, that that car will stay together. Oh, my God. Now, or they're betting that you will not be able to hold on to a vehicle for that long. And then you're just going to sell it. And then they don't have to worry about the warranty. But um to, i have a honda still and how many miles mm, Ninety-three thousand. okay and you drive how many miles a year well i used to drive a lot not since the pandemic that much but i i work from home so for the most part so not that not that many miles i have a car right now it's a honda odyssey minivan it's one of those fancy ones the touring models with all the bells and whistles okay it's a 2012 it has 90,000 miles on it. Okay. I have Google Timeline. Google Timeline, because my location services are turned on on my Droid, they know everywhere I go and they keep track of it. And once a month, they email me my timeline of where I've been, uh, what businesses I frequent, and that type of thing. Oh, I don't I, want that kind of information about me, man. That's just, oh. are you really? No, 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 no. That seems bad. Like, don't commit any crimes if they can find you like that. Oh, I mean, they can find you right away. So listen to this. What the fuck happened to the car? <laughs> uh, this is the fifth or sixth month in a row that I have driven under 100 miles, <laughs> under nice. 100 miles. Okay. So that being said, one oil change is going to last me like 12 years. Well, right? and you should do it still more often than that because you don't want it all sitting in there and getting gunky, but yeah, yeah no, that's good. You're reducing your carbon footprint. I'm very oh, proud of you, moon. Good job. I, I have no footprint. Yeah. You have no carbon footprint except for all no. the plastic candy wrappers. Other than that, other than the, what are you sucking on right now? You got a big mouthful of something. I have cotton mouth really bad. <laughs> oh, do you have cotton mouth? Is that why I just saw your tongue just go like, <laughs> just no, I had to take a medication today. In, in air addition. quotes medication? Is it one of those kinds of medications? Well, there was that too later okay. on. I, I want to talk about weed today. Oh, you know, uh, on episode one. I don't believe 
weed came up at all, did it? I, I don't remember. Were you taking edibles last week? I don't take edibles, really. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, they're legal. No, I know, but I don't. They don't do anything. I don't think they're. I don't think they do anything. I tried one of those take? seltzer waters though, and the 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 THC water. Here's the thing. It felt kind of cute. Nothing happened. I didn't feel any effects or anything. It was pretty low. It was like five milligrams or something like that. Yep. But as someone who's not drinking, I was doing a show in a brewery and I was like, oh, well, this is kind of fun. And it was in a can and I kind of felt like I didn't totally stick out like a sore thumb. Did it taste good? It tasted like a seltzer. Really? It just had a little bit of a hint of something. But other than that, it just tasted like seltzer. I know that another bill just went through the Minnesota Senate. I have a uh, online service Mm-hmm. which sends me all the marijuana news. <laughs> sure. Right. And it goes through. It's every- just one guy <laughs> wearing a Rastafarian hat, just typing <laughs> in his computer. I got to get all the news out, man. No, to all my bomb brothers. And, and uh, it's called the marijuana moment. You should Google it. The marijuana moment. Oh, I will. Yeah. I want to see what the author looks like. If I'm right. His name is Tom Angel. Perfect name. Okay, so I get this uh, email that talks about the laws in Minnesota and how they're, you know, they're going to pass it this year. Uh, Governor Walls said May. I don't know if it'll be that quick, but not long after because it just went through another part of the Senate, uh, you know, committees. And now all of the rules have been pretty much agreed on. Mm -hmm. I want to read you the rules as soon as this goes legal in the state of Minnesota. And they're projecting around $300 million will be added to the state's tax rolls right away. If it's not your deal, don't do it. You don't have to go there. You know what I mean? Like, don't participate if it's not your thing. Um, Well, and I, too, believe that, you know, with all the states that have had it in place uh, for medical purposes, as well as recreational, the reason I use it is strictly for medical purposes. And without it, I don't know my quality of life would be way worse because I have bad days. I have mm-hmm. MS if you've never uh, listened to this podcast before. And I am uh, deemed an advanced case of MS. And man, if I can have a decent day by smoking some triangle Kush, here I come. And I actually have a flow chart where I write down every strain name and what the strain uh, which symptom it helps. Some are better for sleep. Some are better for pain. You know, people that have cancer use it for nausea and uh, gaining weight when they lose a lot of weight. So there's a lot of benefits to the plant. If you, when it becomes legal, I don't know how they're, I mean, you're not going to technically be a dispensary or anything. So this wouldn't be, but if you could maybe get a job part-time or being like, you could be the zoom guy <laughs> who explains the weed. You know, then you don't have to worry about going into the shop, right? Let's, let's, let's put these two ideas together and you could be like people at parties could just have you zoom in and just be like, all right, dude, what is this? And you're like, oh, all right. That is definitely orange crush. Uh, (laughs) It looks like the so-and-so strain that is excellent for, you know what I mean? Sure. Someone's going to want an expert. They're going to want a sommelier for the, for the weed. 
when they were What's a good building... after dinner weed? You know, I'm <laughs> I'm having some liberal friends in from Brazil. What should <laughs> I serve? <laughs> I know this when uh, medical marijuana uh, they were going to try to put the program together. There were certain, uh, you know, diseases that you're going to need if you're going to become a patient. They went to my doctor who was world renowned in multiple sclerosis. And they said, uh, you know, as a neurologist, if you could pick one of your patients that would be somebody that would be interested in helping us build the you know needs of somebody that has a health related issue uh build that into our state policy that when medical comes around we could build it so that people don't get hurt and that it helps people it's affordable because a lot of people that are disabled don't have jobs to pay for it and it's really expensive stuff like that and so the doctor came to me and he's like hey you want to be you know our representative from uh, the ms field and so I went to our boss and our boss um, looked at me and, and he said, what, what can I do for you? I said, well, I just got asked to be the weeds are. <laughs> that is not what they asked you, but I love that. that that's right? what you've elevated yourself to. They basically put me in charge of weed in the state. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean weeds are? And I'm like, no, I mean, and I explained it to him. I explained on uh, the podcast. They asked me my opinion about something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sure. This is below average with Moon and Tiffany Norton. And so anyway, <laughs> uh, I said, you know, here's what's going on. And he said, well, let me think about it. And then uh, I'll get back to you. And then maybe three, four days later, he calls me in. And he's like, okay, let me just tell you this. Uh, I have, uh, and he had an enormous amount of stuff printed out. He said, I have enormous amount of information here. And he said that, you know, in Minnesota, 70% uh, or even a little higher were pro-cannabis for medical purposes, right? And I thought, that's really, that's really great. I mean, I hope it helps some people, whatever I can do. Mm -hmm. And he says, do you know that 30% uh, disagree? And he goes, are you willing to lose 30% of your audience that doesn't believe in cannabis? And if you, if you talk about it on the air, you know, and all that stuff on the station I used to work at with uh, Tiffany Norton and a gal named Stacy Matthews, mm -hmm. what, uh, he didn't want me being that guy. The weeds are, and you know, you had to participate in meetings at the state Capitol. And he said, do you know something? Because this is a new thing going in for state law, there's going to be a lot of coverage from all the TV stations and papers and all that. And he goes, you know all those people personally. And he goes, and if they start talking about moon, the weeds are, right? He goes, that's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, that thing got well, shot down. Well, yeah, because it wasn't legal in the in the state and even though that you had a, a bypass because of yeah. your medical condition you know it wasn't legal for everyone else so i can definitely see why they would want to stay away from that also because the marijuana people being it not legal they can't have banking anywhere there's huge banking restrictions on all of these dispensaries and stuff because they handle cash well cash leads to money laundering and stuff like that so there are a lot of consequences or um not consequences but there's a lot of things uh that come into play 
when you're talking about something like that. So I, I get why they said that. Also, I get why they didn't let you too, just for the fact that you just go around going, I'm the weeds are. <laughs> I'm uh, in charge of all the weed. Yeah. So here's the new law that Governor Walls is into, and they've all it's this is the, the new rules that are coming. I love Walls. Yeah. Oh, I do too. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh 21 and older here in the state can purchase up to two ounces of cannabis. That's a lot. And cultivate up to eight plants, four of which could be mature. Now, I've never tried to grow a weed plant. Uh, I hear the seeds are expensive, but I can't keep anything alive no matter what. So I'm not going there. Uh, You can possess up to two ounces in a public place and up to five pounds in your dwelling. Who needs five pounds? (laughs) Right? If you were going to make edibles or you were going to bake with it, maybe you would need more. But five pounds seems like, I mean, how many people are in the family? Is it five pounds per person or five pounds per house? Per and house. then what's, what's okay. So then can like the little princess house in the backyard, is that a house too? I would think so. <laughs> Put five pounds out there. <laughs> <laughs> out in the uh, castle. You can uh, gift somebody up to two ounces. Oh, that's a lovely. That's a, yeah. oh my god! Just in time for Christmas and Mother's Day. That's fantastic. Here you go. I didn't know what <laughs> to get you. You know what? Here's two ounces. Here's a couple bricks. You go yeah. nuts. <laughs> uh, and it would produce social equity in part by ensuring that uh, licensing was diverse. Mm-hmm. Prior marijuana records will be automatically expunged. Woo! That means I'm going to lose something off my record. The Bureau of Criminal Apprehension would be responsible for identifying people who are eligible for relief for expungements. Nice. Uh, They're going to have on-site consumption permits. So you'll be able to, instead of going to a bar to drink, you'll be able to go to to a cannabis place to use. Shut the front door. Are we, no. are they really dude? Yep. That's crazy. I can't believe. Yeah. They better shove this thing through quick while they're Democrats. Are in charge. <laughs> the Republicans are going to be like, what? Cannabis delivery services will be permitted. Yes. That's where <laughs> all the pandemic drivers. That's what they're going to be doing now. Weed delivery. Well, think about it. People drink and drive. They go to bars, they drink and they drive home. Stupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. It would be nicer uh, if you didn't choose to pay for an Uber or whatever to just have somebody bring the booze to you. Although it would be nice to have someone bring the booze to you. I think it's cool they're going to have the recreational like driving. But if you have never smoked marijuana, I don't know that that's where you want to start is a place of public consumption. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want to. You do not want to drive. No stone well because you don't know how it's going to hit you you don't want to do that that's not a good experiment and different strains make you feel differently right the sativas are up in your head um the indicas remember indica is like in the couch and don't forget you're listening to below average with moon and tiffany norton uh the name we discussed amongst us about what it could or should be and we caught that on tape i have a list of potential names okay well there's one specific one i hate take this pod and shove it it's too old 
I love the song Take This Job and Shove It by Johnny Paycheck, but no one's going to get it. My favorite podcast. What I love about you is you're shooting from the hip. You have no idea whether any of these domain names are available. Oh, some of them are. I looked. My favorite podcast. I'll, I'll yeah, look because... for domain names while you spitball here. Okay. And here's the reason why we're doing this. People that go to Google to try and find your podcast, they're not going to know how to spell P-Jug. And that kind of threw a, a wrench into everything. Actually, I love this podcast is one we could take. Yeah. Okay. Keep that in mind. Save that one. One finger salute. No, we're not doing one finger salute. We're not doing. <laughs> Can't we be a little immature here? First of all, we can, but here's the thing. Okay. So when you're talking about algorithms and search and stuff, salute. All right. What are we going to end up in? In a search that the word salute comes up. All right. Then this one's probably better. And I like this one. Okay. Five for farting. No, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Because there's five for fighting. Again, and barely anybody knows who that band is anymore. Well, yeah, but there's a hockey uh, rule. Five for fighting. That's where the well, band got its name. Please no. Because then we'll be like in some it. weird farting fetish Google search. And then we ended up with Below Average with Moon and Tiffany Norton. I like the name now. I do too. Well, at least it makes sense when I say it to people. Well, and we have a whole new thing. You know, we're learning about ourselves now, and we are not popular at this time. Well, right? you know, I mean, it's early. And yeah. also, you know, we have we have no advertising, uh, advertisement, no marketing dollars, really no production value of any kind. Nothing. It's just, it's really for us to stroke our egos. And now on Below Average with Moon and Tiffany Norton, it's two questions with Elon. Yes. Now, some people might not remember our previous podcast, World Renowned Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs. We initially started with two questions with Putin, but then we ran out of questions. And so now it's Elon Musk. I don't know if we explained that or not. Here's a question I have for uh, Mr. Elon. Have you ever lied about your age to seduce someone? Because he likes Ooh. those young ones. Have you? Uh, yeah, I, but to be older when I was a kid, to buy booze and cigarettes, yes. Did you have a fake ID? I had an ID. It was my cousin from Chicago's ID, which if you looked at it at all, wasn't even close. She has bright blue eyes and I have brown eyes. But I remember using a fake ID in this bar in Mankato, drinking there for years. And then the year, the night I turned 21, we went in there. And everybody's buying me drinks like, yeah, it's Tiffany's 21st birthday. And the owner's like, what the hell? And I'm like, yep, finally legal. I've been drinking Bro. here for like two years. Question number two with Elon. Yeah. If you discovered blood after biting into a food item at a restaurant, would you sue? I don't think I would sue unless it was like, eh, I don't know. What if there I mean, was like blood in like a donut? Like you bit into a jelly donut and dude. instead of there being jelly, there was blood. Would dude. you would you sue then? Well, you'd have to have some kind of compensation. You'd have to have some compensation, like additional donuts. Yeah, for life. Life long supply of donuts, probably not the, the cherry filled ones. My first question for Elon. Mm -hmm. If you bit into something and it had blood in it. And you got a lifetime supply of something. What would you want that supply to be of? There you go. Good pivot. 
Yes. Yeah. So if we walk it through, what would you? What would he want a lifetime supply of? Of. Question number two for Elon. Mm-hmm. Have you ever sent a dick pic? <laughs> What if it was all like digitized, you know, like and it like appeared and then it went and then it went away. Creepy story. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. Artificial intelligence is starting to take over a lot of things. And this is the thing that's freaking people out. And they should be. And this comes from Fox News. So, you know, it's legit. <laughs> okay. People are now finding ways to use artificial intelligence to they record your voice and then they can manipulate that into whatever, um, you know, words you want to say. I mean, have you ever done like voice to text or text to voice, Mm -hmm. that type of thing this way with AI, you can actually like come up with a script and you can call family members and leave messages with your voice sounding exactly like you asking for money. The old scam was, hey, we've got your kid. And if you right. don't, you know, it was like kidnapping on the phone. Now they can make AI sound exactly like you. It's crazy. That's, that is scary. I mean, not for me personally, because my family does not ever give me money. So sure. they would just laugh. <laughs> they would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, you know what? You get your $25 at Christmas. You have to wait. They call that voice cloning. It's very cute with all the Medicaid stuff going on right now and with the renewal for you know millions of Americans right now. There's a lot of commercials during the day about that kind of stuff. And they're actually like doing some decent commercials and PSAs for grandma and grandpa to let them know like, Hey, when someone calls asking for your, you know, medical ID and your numbers and all this kind of stuff, like don't give it to them. Well, people love to chat on the phone. You do. <laughs> I'm old. I, I'll <laughs> I know. Forget. You're retired. I, I checked this out. So, so my dad had a computer problem and we talked about it on the phone. I'm like, well, first of all, what does the computer say? Because mm-hmm. what do you mean? What does it say? He mm-hmm. said, well, what's on the screen? Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing on the screen. Is your computer turned on? And he's like, yes, it is. And I said, well, is your monitor turned on? Mm. He goes, what's a monitor? <laughs> right? ah. He said, well, that's a screen. He said, look for an on-off button. So we got there. Anyway, screen, this was an old computer. Oh, my God. And I had to teach him Control-Alt-Delete. Three hours later, I was ready to swallow a gun. Right? Oh, I know that feeling because I've had to work you through your tech problems and it's not that bad. You're better no. than that. It's not three hours. No. Trying to do that over the phone with someone is really frustrating. It's hard. I will never forget one time I had Keith, our old producer. Mm-hmm. I called him. I was trying to get the show ready. I was working at like 1130, 12 o'clock at night. It looked like like crap. I couldn't read anything on it. And I thought, I wonder if it's a setting. Keith was a nerd. So I called Keith. Keith, I have a problem with my monitor. Can you walk me through it? We did this, that, the next thing. And we couldn't get it. He's like, dude, I think you just got to buy a new monitor. And I'm like, I hung up the phone with Keith. And then I sat it down next to my glasses. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. 
Oh, that's when you just slap yourself on the forehead and you're like, damn. Oh, and not only that, that, this was even worse. (laughs) One time (laughs) we had Wes Walls, the NHL hockey player, come in to do an interview. I was trying to read some questions that I'd pre-written for him on my monitor. And I'm thinking, I better put my glass on. So I put my glass on. And while we're talking, he says, do you always wear two pairs of glasses? <laughs> you had two on? I had two pairs of glasses on. Oh, my God. On your eyeballs <laughs> at the same time? Yes. Or just like um, one on your head and one on your eyes? <laughs> nope. I put them on top of each other and didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the drinking days or were those no. the sober days? Those no. are the sober days. See, this is... <laughs> This is more and more proof that, you know what, alcohol is just a symptom of underlying other stuff. You did that sober, so it's not the booze. It's not the booze's fault. We'll introduce our cast. There's two of us. I'm Moon. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of a radio nerd. Retired. Did it for 45 years all over the country. Had a blast. Wish I could have still been doing it. But my health kind of made me... uh, Say, you know something, it's time to retire. So I did. So there's that. And then uh, Tiffany, she also worked in the Twin Cities radio scene for a long time. And she was lucky only had one city to live in. I had to move all over the place. But you enjoyed how many years on the air here? Uh, Ten. Stand-up comedy for 15. And that's that's really where my my heart is, always. Love my stand-up. Yeah. Except the driving and the low pay. We do it for the we do it for the art. I love it when comedians say it's my art. I'm like, no, no one hangs a fart joke in a museum, dude. It's not yeah. a it's not art. Starving artists is what they call them. I am a starving artist for sure. The money has really, really, really changed. I saw the other day at an apartment complex where they have like a party room, and they started doing you know for their residents. Some mm-hmm. stand up. I think it's probably yeah. pretty cool. Is that an open market that you could think of, you know, hey, I could do that a couple times a week? You certainly could. Here's the thing. Most of those uh, situations, they have no budget. So they love it when people will come in and volunteer and entertain. And I think it's a wonderful thing to do. And I know people who do it. Um, but if you want to actually make a sustainable wage, you you know, they're, generally speaking, a lot of those organizations, they're sweet. And you love them, but they do not have a budget. Unfortunately, a comic, it costs as much for a comedian to live as anybody else. And, you know, you've got to, if you want to be a stand-up full-time comedian, it's really difficult right now. It's very difficult right now because there's just not, there's not the the quote-unquote road work like there used to be. I mean, I was just having this conversation. A gig I do that's been around for 15 years it pays exactly the same as it paid 15 years ago. Gas isn't the same. Inflation, all that stuff. And they just always say, well, you can sell merch. Well, yeah, but that's stuff I got to buy, design, sell, lug everywhere. I don't know if we've got a Venmo on this thing, but (laughs) (laughs) you can certainly send me money if you want. Just kidding. Uh, for, For doing this podcast? Sure. Just for being alive. You know, during the pandemic, remember when everybody was all generous, like, oh, here, here's money for you and money for you. And they had like all these Patreons and everything. No one ever gave me shit. I tried to do stand up mm-hmm. and I was very bad at it. There is no 
worse feeling than when you're sucking. It is the most alone you could possibly be. And I can see how people would get panic attacks after doing it and striking out a couple of times. Uh, usually for me, we didn't try to make me have, you know, 10 minutes or five minutes. I was always just the host that said, hey, I'm a radio nerd that loves live comedy. Tonight we've got blah, blah, and blah. Let's get the show started, have fun, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Uh, occasionally, after I had several stand-ups say, why don't you try three minutes or five minutes? I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Who were these stand-ups? Because I want to <laughs> slap them. They were working at a little casino called Mad Maddie's. They used to play different places uh, in Vegas. Okay. You know, and they did a lot of work around town, but they always had like regulars and headliners at this little, you know, local comedy place uh, in a local casino. And I will never forget the biggest guy I ever could say I opened for, if that's what you want to call it, because actually I did do five minutes that night. Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Okay. Jay Moore. I can say he was really funny, really funny. But man, was he dirty. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable either way. If it's funny, it's funny. I know that there's a lot of people that do very clean stand up that I really like. Jim Gaffigan, you know, that's, well, here's the thing about comedy. When you really break it down, what it is, is it is, it is somebody that is able to notice novel connections and not novel like a book, novel like new, right? New connections that other people just wouldn't make. And to do that in a format um, consistently that is family friendly, because Gaffigan talks about heavy subjects, but he doesn't use any bad language. Frank Caliendo? Frank Caliendo is very funny, but to me, Frank Caliendo, I I've paid to see him to me. Yeah. I would rather see him than give a gaff again because I love impressionists. And he's so good at he's it. So good. Like you can't, you can't as someone as a kid who tried to do impressions and stuff like that. Like it's so freaking hard. And oh, yeah. so no, man, anybody who like Daryl, Daryl Hammond from SNL, anybody who could really do impressions, Dana Carvey, I am so envious of those guys. That's real talent to me. Uh, we can't not talk about the Trump thing a little. Okay, so indictment, flash of him walking by the camera, seated at a table, gone. I watched his address from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I've been following the whole thing. There are so many things I believe with politicians that they say right and they say wrong. And I do believe Mr. Trump spoke some truth. And I think he did some total. Bull I think he's a politician. And I think that's probably the case with most of them. It's affecting my wife's soap operas when this kind of thing happens. We were just getting the blood test back. Give me a break. I don't care. I need to find out whose baby it is. Oh, my God. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like, I'm like, I want to go back to watching whatever it was. People making out in an elevator in a hospital. So did you watch it or how do you feel? 
Oh my God, you know I did. I tuned in early. I had it on CNN all day. I had it on backup NPR. And then I was switching to like the Fox News coverage because that's always my favorite. I like to go back and forth and go, CNN is like, oh, this is a great day for democracy. And then yeah. Fox News is like, this is a terrible day for democracy. You know, it's like, yeah. like there's no in between. But like, you know, it, it has to bother him on a certain level that like, like the graphics guy, like really went to town about like the Trump sure. indictment and arrested and all that. But here's the thing. And this is what has always terrified me about being in prison because there's jail and there's prison. And I don't know where he would necessarily end up, but um, I had a girlfriend who served time because she had a husband that uh, was a, a felon and did some not honest things right some stealing and she would not bear witness against him in court so she ended up getting i think it was like 18 months right in a women's uh detention center and she and i both have super freaking curly hair right and she was i was like what was the worst part of jail she's like there's no conditioner there is no <sighs> there's no hair conditioner and i'm like well what the what do you do and she's like we use um downy softener like the liquid softener Sure. That you get for your clothes, you put that in your hair and then you try to do just like, like leave it in there and like, let it soak in and then wash it. Right. He is going to flip out with no hair products because think about it. He won't be able to, my father has a comb over just like that. And my dad has almost the exact same hair. You can't get that look without hairspray, hairspray. That's aerosol. They do not allow aerosol cans. In prison, because if you get a lighter, woo, blowtorch. I can't wait to see what happens to the hair. That's what I'm here for. Maybe we wow. catch him starting to borrow like curlers. Maybe he's out on the yard. That would be, I would, I want that. I know this. And you said, I don't know what kind of detention he would get. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it would be home detention at Mar-a-Lago Resort. No. Well, first of all, it's state in New York. So yeah. I don't think they'd let him out of state. Probably, they'd probably, they'd probably make him be at one of his residences, like, like made off. I don't think they're going to let him do home detention in Mar-a-Lago. The DA is not really telling anybody yet what he has, and it might be really for a good reason. He's got to answer these these counts before they can really stick him with, well, oh, well, now you contradicted yourself, or now you lied. You know what I mean? There's certain ways that you can introduce evidence. And there's certain ways you can't, if this is something that is not evidence that would normally bear in the case, but if Trump contradicts himself on the stand or contradicts himself in some way, it's kind of like when your mom sends you a card, but she like, just like underlines weird parts of it. Like, I hope you're happy, you know, like, and then underlines the word you're like it, like it's a message. That's my Trump talk. That's it. Quit calling Stormy Daniels a porn star. Please stop saying porn star. She's an adult actress. She's an actress. Just say actress. Agreed. The Below Average Podcast is there for you and your family and friends. Share it. Click on it. Want 20 listeners next week, by God. Yes. 20. You share it with anybody that's feeling like in comparison, they're not really winning. Like, listen to us. We will make you feel better about yourself. And that's a wrap.